0: I know two two days in a row is crazy.
1: I, I just I have so many updates to share. Oh, actually, I do have an update. Um, What's that? Leo, I don't know if you've been on Instagram today, but Leo is now wearing a cone of shame from the vet. Oh no.
0: Oh, because of this hot spot.
1: Yes. They don't know what it is. They said it could be like a little bug bite he got that he just kept like biting and licking at or just like a spot of irritation. He just wouldn't leave alone, but it got infected. And so they had to shave part of him (laughs) to see what it was. And then they treated it. And as soon as they treated it, he started like licking it again. So they were like, well, we got to put the cone on. Oh no! He has to leave it on for two weeks.
0: That sucks. Lady's been lucky enough, knock on wood, that she hasn't had to have a cone.
1: Yeah, um, it's uh, it's pretty pitiful. He already looks sad all the time, anyway. But now he looks like especially um, despondent. So are
0: like, you all? Are you all made up?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I'm wearing makeup. I had plans earlier today. So oh,
0: that's right. That's right. I
1: went to church and I had brunch plans. So
0: you look, you look very nice, oh, Laura. Thank
1: you. Thank you. It's um, it's a
0: nice lipstick shade. Oh,
1: oh, uh, wow, I feel like the lighting here is terrible. I'm surprised you can see it. Um, I'm also eating a, well, I, a Sonic blast. I think it's.
0: I think it's darker, mm. so that's kind of coming mm-hmm. across. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not cone of shame related, but hear me out because it made me think of this. Uh, I, I, especially with some of the stuff we're discovering with my mother and my aunt, like we're having a lot of heart stuff in my family. So there's a lot of like me going to the doctor and getting cholesterol tests and things like that to kind of get ahead of it um i also have diabetes so there's those kind of blood tests too so i made a weird mistake of going well i'll do all my blood tests in one go not thinking like i have to give a lot of blood
1: yeah, <laughs> kind of blood. In one-
0: yeah. so there's a lot of those types of tests. so i went it was like seven little vials i was like oh i need to eat something anyway another thing they did i've had kidney stones lately so at the end of it she goes okay well i'm gonna you go don't eat say you,
1: like, go. listeners yeah. we've heard nothing about these kidney stones <laughs>
0: I go, the lady goes, okay, they also want you to do a 24-hour urine test, which, if you, you know, do you know what those are? I,
1: mean, I know what a urine test is, but not a 24-hour one.
0: Does that you mean- pee in a, You pee only in one jug for 24 hours, and then you bring them this giant collected jug of urine, which I've just, re- I've done two now. Uh, I did one a year ago, and I did one recently, which is, f- the first one, like, I had to mail it to somebody, which was a weird situation where I'm like, oh, like, I feel sorry for this poor- Mailman, who's like, I wonder what this is, shake, shake, shake. (laughs) (laughs) But the other one, I just brought it into the office, and they had to do blood work then, so they go, well, just sit down with it. And I'm like, you want me to just, like, sit in the room (laughs) with it? Like, can I just give it to you, and Mm -hmm. I'll pick it up? Anyway, so I go do all this blood test at, like, Quest Diagnostics or something Mm -hmm. like that. And um, she goes, well, I'm going to get you a a thing for a 24-hour urine test. And I go, well, I just had one. Like, can I just tell my endocrinologist to talk to my urologist and maybe it'll be the same. She goes, well, I don't know, but, like, let me just give it to you anyway. So she comes back with it in a bag, and then there's this thing that looks like a dog cone, but it's like it's, it's like a big piece of plastic that goes into, like, a, a bucket, and I'm like, what is this? She goes, well, you urinate in that, and then you put that in the jug. And I go, Why? why don't we just cut out the middleman? I can't just pee directly in the jug. And she looks at me quizzically for a second and then goes, oh, geez, and grabs it and takes away. She's like, you're not supposed to have this. And I look at her, I'm like, is this for ladies? <laughs> 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 and she goes, yes, I'm sorry. I was just on autopilot. And I just gave you everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool.
1: <laughs> I mean, I-, I will say whenever I have to give a urine sample at a doctor, I'm always like, oh. speaking of, though, of... um heart problems. Uh, What a great segue. Uh, Yeah, let's get out of this quick. A a friend of mine, um, her, I'm going to spare the entire story because it's a rather long soap opera-ish story, but a friend of mine, her mom recently did 23andMe because her mom's adopted and wanted to, like, find out some family medical history things and turns out her mom is adopted but is adopted from another family member in her, what she thought was adopted family but is actually her biological family and, and, all of these health issues that they thought perhaps did not affect them because her mom's adopted are now, like, parts of their medical history. And so, and one of them is, like, a very serious heart issue. So my friend is now, like, in her mid-30s having to go to, like, cardiologists to kind of try to head some of these things off and see if she even has any of them. One of them is a descending aorta, which I'm not entirely sure what that is, but sounds terrible. So, but she said she recently had to give something like 12 vials of blood, like, at the doctor's office, so... So
0: that's like one of the cousins had a baby and then the other cousin adopted it.
1: Yes, except it was a sister had a baby and her sister a, a woman had a baby, her sister adopted it and raised it as her adopted child but said she was adopted from a complete stranger.
0: How is that possible? Going over is that No, no, no. How well, is that like Well, I feel like I see this a lot in
1: Lifetime movies? Movies, <laughs> yeah, yeah, things like that, um, yeah. <laughs> it is, well, most of the people directly involved are dead. Because it's, oh, it's okay. my my friend's mom is in her 70s, so, like, or 60s or 70s. So, like, her parents are, have passed away. And, I mean, her adopted parents passed away. Her biological mother has passed away. Her biological mother did not, her it was a, like, fling with her biological father. So they didn't keep in touch, so... Mm-hmm. yeah it was all very it's all very like 1940s like right the sister was sent away to a like a home for unwed mothers and
0: well I feel like that I mean Tara's been watching I think Tara went through all of Orange is the New Black recently and there's like a couple different storylines where it's like people who thought they were sisters are really like mother and daughter and the grandmother adopted the kid like that I she also watches a lot of SVU and I feel like that happens a yes. lot in there too
1: yeah I feel like there um, hear a lot of like older siblings adopting or if the woman is especially young like a teenager when she has the baby yeah they raise it as a sibling
0: yeah um it's also a big there's a storyline in the sopranos where one of the guys he has he's it's his mother and then he's got an aunt who's a nun and then on his aunt's deathbed she's like yeah you're my real son and then like boy he does not take it well
1: yeah, but speaking of nuns and Roz's voice, it sounds like a nun with a past. Let's get to Frasier.
0: Yeah. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm
1: Laurel, and we're the Craniacs. We're,
0: yep, we get together once a week or twice in one weekend and talk about Frasier. Uh, Laurel here is the uh, high diocese of the uh, Frasier religion, whereas I am just a humble noviate mm-hmm. on the path to Frasier enlightenment.
1: I mean... <laughs> Much as I love this, you know, comparison to the ranks of Catholicism <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish neither of us practice. Um Nope. I, I feel I feel like I'm more like a bishop, if you will. maybe a Monsignor.
0: Both Methodist, right? You're Methodist?
1: Um, I am now, yes.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so we decided last episode we only did one little short one because this one is a two parter. Mm-hmm. Um which is interesting because it's it's. I feel like in these shows, like, two-parters should be uh, saved for things like Fraser discovers he's got cancer, or, like... I, I don't, I'm trying to think of other oh, ones they've done well, two-parters. was the two-parters where they went to Tahiti, yes, right? Yes,
1: yes, or Bora Bora, yes. The one where Lilith yes. shows up, yes.
0: But this one just felt like a long episode.
1: This one felt like... NBC came to the Fraser people and said, hey, we actually need you to fill an hour rather than 30 minutes on this one Thursday. And they went, uh, okay, we'll just make this one episode that we've already created longer.
0: And that's the other part of it, because if you look it up on IMDb, it's one episode, but if you play it on Netflix, it's two. And it's obviously divided that way in case they wanted to syndicate it later because the cold closing of both episodes is identical.
1: Yes, yes. Which really threw me at first when the closing of the mm-hmm. at the end of the first episode happens. I was like, "That's not, that doesn't make sense." So,
0: yeah, I was like, "Why is Sherry back? Like, like did this take place? This weird time jump yes. we have where it's like, <laughs> like they like all of a sudden it's like prequels and 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 uh, I don't know, just weird like uh, Tarantino and playing with the timeline."
1: Well, especially when I watched the second part, because I thought maybe a second part was a big departure from the first one. And when it wasn't, I was like, oh, this really doesn't make. Anyway, should we just go ahead and get started? And you want to guess what yeah. the Netflix synopsis is?
0: Absolutely. Uh, what is the Netflix? Well, so there's two for the Netflix one, but uh, I bet it's well, just Fraser only hosts to benefit. though. Right. Oh, it's the same one twice. Fraser hosts a benefit party at his apartment and is ecstatic when three women come on to him. I bet that's it. Just the first part of the IMDb one.
1: So, it's actually... Maybe Netflix, again, has been listening to us. Um, Fraser and <laughs> Niles are delighted that their father has finally come to his senses and called it quits with Sherry.
0: Okay. So... That's like half of it again. I, I will say I don't think Netflix has listened to us because I got a little peek. At, I was like flipping through some stuff and I saw like some uh, uh, Netflix breakdowns of future episodes, and I'm like, oh no, they absolutely did not listen to us because it's things like I did see one that I was like, this is amazing because it was like Fraser and Niles host a fancy party, hoping to win over guests with expensive caviar, <laughs> but are uh, upset at the price at the price tag, and I'm like. Boy, that's that's exactly, like, if I had to make up a, a Netflix synopsis, like, based on an episode I hadn't seen, I'd be like, mm-hmm. this sounds like a Frasier.
1: For an episode, <laughs> I mean, it's like reading the first two chapters of a book and being like, I can write a good summary!
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. It's just like, remember when I said back at the beginning, like, this is, this is what I thought a Frasier episode was? That mm-hmm. that episode title feels like something I made up. Mm-hmm. Um. So... Just looking at this, because I know we talked a lot about how good, how, how great Ham Radio was last time. It has a 9.5. We've got to drop all the way to 8.3 on this one. And I don't want to give away my thing, but this one was fine. But
1: This one, so my ma- I watched it with my parents again. My mom mm-hmm. said, I have no recollection of this episode. I think these two episodes are utterly forgettable.
0: Well, it's also meant to be, like, a big deal because it's all about uh, Sherry and Martin breaking up. Mm-hmm. But by the end, spoiler alert, they're back together. So there's really no, like, change. It's not like when Niles and Maris broke up mm-hmm. or anything that's a that's a big thing like that. And maybe, it's, it's, we're, it's just,
1: or we're, maybe we're supposed to find it more remarkable that Fraser goes to such great lengths to kind of get them back together like oh look how he's changed his tune i'm like not really he still finds sherry to be very annoying he just cares about his dad's happiness
0: exactly i I agree with that and and frankly at this by this point i kind of find sherry annoying like sherry doesn't have a great sense of of uh she's not self-aware
1: I, um, and this is maybe, perhaps because I've seen this before, I forget that she's she exists sometimes, so when she shows back up, I'm like, oh, right, Sherry! That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You're still here.
0: Um, so, well, let's let's start off with, like, again, there's, like, kind of two main A plots, and then, like, the B plot of Roz trying to look good for a, 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 a high school friend, and this is the one I was talking about last time, I don't know if that made the cut, but where it was uh, talking about
1: It was talking about
0: Roz. Yeah, Roz pops in at the beginning of this one, and she's sweaty. And it's just like, oh, look how awful I look. And I was just like, I don't don't agree with that assessment whatsoever, Roz. I think you look glowing.
1: I actually do want to talk a little bit about this. Because this is, especially in D.C., when you were not getting in your car, driving to a workout class, getting in your car and driving home immediately, you were... Walking to that workout class. You were taking the Mm -hmm. bus. You were stopping for coffee after. You were, you know, popping into CVS after. It was never a straight shot there and back. So you had to, as a woman, I felt like I had to really think about how I was going to look after said workout class. And if I was going to run into anybody I knew after said workout class. Yeah. So, like, I would often wear a baseball cap after a workout class and, like, sunglasses. Oh, if
0: Roz has been in a baseball <laughs> cap, I don't know what I would have done.
1: Or, like, I would I have, I have certain workout shirts that don't show sweat, which are great, and I would purposely wear those because I'm like, at least then if mm. I pass somebody I know on the street, I can wave and chat to them and I my shirt is not multicolored due to the massive amounts of sweat.
0: Oh, man. So this isn't a workout story, but this is a story about someone running into someone they knew. So... When Tara and I were first dating, Tara had a, uh, you know, both of us kind of had a previous to each other bad relationship experience. She was telling me a little bit about him, about him and he lived in D.C., and we were at, we were down uh, near Chinatown. Um, There's like, a pot belly down there. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd gone to see, like, a band or something, and we were just grabbing dinner afterwards or before, and she was talking about him. She's like, he lives here, and, you know, you always kind of, have, maybe... You always I always have this thing Where it's like Or I guess I used to Where it was like Meeting Like thinking about The ex-boyfriend And how much better He looked than me How much better Like I In my mind I'm always like Well I'm Having to compete With this This person And I always just I guess put it You know Was that kind of uh, Competing with With someone you don't know And in your head I'm like He's, like he's putting on, a on a higher pedestal, tier Than me Putting them on a pedestal Exactly okay. So she's talking about him And I'm like Oh you know Making You know Like my joke is always when she talks about any ex-boyfriend like could i beat him up and she's like yes like and i'm like okay great but like so we're sitting there and all of a sudden this guy comes into potbelly and who has obviously been drinking a lot i refer to it as like the drunk juggernaut he's like this huge dude and he looks like he's like high stepping like the the smu band like obviously like going a straight shot to the bathroom like obviously he's not there to have potbelly He's there because he's on his way, and I'm like, "Oh man, check out this sloppy guy!" And he walks by, and she goes, "Oh, that's him!" Ah! <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And I turned and she's like, "Yeah, that's my ex-boyfriend." I'm like, "You got to be kidding me!" And it was like the most biggest moment of like, "Yes,
1: yes!" <laughs> like, <laughs> did y'all interact?
0: It oh yeah, he came out, and we she introduced me and everything. She's like, "I can't," she's like, "I have to see him when he comes out." It's like a thin. Restaurant that uh-huh. goes back. There's no. She's like she couldn't see him coming in because her back was to the door. So I could see him. So it was, she's like, "There's no way. I, there's no way we're gonna get away with this unless we just like throw away our food and run." Now uh. and I'm like, "Oh no, I want to meet this guy." Oh
1: my gosh! So was he completely wasted when now we're talking to yes. him?
0: Yes. Now I feel bad for him because since then maybe this was a wake up call for for him. But then like a year or so went by and we were all, we were both invited to the same bachelor party. He would lost a lot of weight. He met another girl he was really nice to, Like. And his he's apparently seems to come around. There was a part where at the bachelor party there was a you know how maybe this I don't know if this happens at bachelorette parties but every bachelor party I've ever been to there's always a dude who's like this guy's a wild card and we need to watch out for him mm-hmm. and things.
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: This this one dude was there and he just drank and like passed out the whole time. Like we were rented a cabin at this place, and so like me and this and Tara's ex, his name's, were hanging out, and like the other guy came in and was like, you should take some shots, and was like like one o'clock and we're like no we're okay (laughs) he's like starts like getting into like uh like you know calling and stuff like that and like he's like Dude, like, like he started looking like he was going to fight and I'm sitting there going, am I about to, like, get in a fight to protect Tara's (laughs) ex-boyfriend? Like, this is really weird. Because, like, that whole weekend had been, like, she'd be like, so you're going to spend a weekend with... I'm like, oh, he sucks. And then by the end of the weekend, I'm like, you know, him and I kind of got along. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's fine. He's fine.
0: But I, in my heart of hearts, I hope that was kind of a wake-up call for him. (laughs) That he was like, what am I doing with my life?
1: Well, and less so for me, and running into exes. Um, now that I live back in Dallas, it's running into people I went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Which, so do you
0: have this this situation that Roz has?
1: Um, no, but I will say I do take care that when I am going out, even if it's just to run a quick errand, that I am at least somewhat presentable to where if I were to run into somebody, I don't look like Roz. <laughs> uh, You mean
0: gorgeous? You don't (laughs) look gorgeous, is what you mean? I don't.
1: I mean, where somebody thinks that I am as much as ten years older than I am. (laughs) Yes. Um, and and to where you can actually see the sweat on my shirt, um,
0: and the soap. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, to the point, that I didn't even notice that that was soap. I thought that was just more sweat But when she first came out. Well, but um, It
0: was, like, green, and I thought it was just bad wardrobe for <laughs> them being like, this will look like grime. Let's put gack on her or something.
1: But it is something, like, once, and this has only happened once, um, I, I'm also very, uh, very reticent to say hi to people that I see out that I know I went to school with, because most of the time I don't care. I'm not somebody who goes back to high school reunions, I'm not somebody who's friends with a lot of people from high school on Facebook. I, like, don't care. Um, So I, like, was at DFW five or six years ago flying back to D.C. I was getting on the Skylink train and, like... People were getting off a train as I was getting on, and a girl that I went to high school with, I just came literally face-to-face to each other, and we both locked eyes, and then I kept moving my suitcase on. <laughs> I was like, I don't care where she's coming from, where she's going, if she's still, like, I care nothing, and I don't really feel like doing that. I live in D.C. now, and I was, I was over it.
0: I had that it's, it's funny Cause I'm I'm the opposite Where I'm someone Who I really enjoy Small talk As long as it's just like And we're good Goodbye Like I like Just like catching up With people real quick um, I'm My problem is I'm a very big face person But I'm terrible with names So all the time I'm like That person I can tell you Like 20 things about them From the year 1998 mm-hmm. I can't tell you what, With certainty What their name is One of those things is funny after DC It's like Oh I know that person And they're like What's her name I can't remember I can tell you a bunch of stuff about them Including the fact that we dated briefly But I can't remember their name <laughs> um, But I had that happen The exact same thing Skylake where someone came on Like that I hadn't seen And a decade plus And I was just like I got time Do you got time And I just waited For the next thing And we just like What's going on How's it going Blah 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 And I'm like Okay are we are we friends On Facebook Okay great Talk to you later And that was it He was like I got a kid now I'm like I'm doing this It was, it was just It was just It was funny Because it was I, I I don't know I
1: mean I I, th- I did I, I think if it was Somebody that I Actually genuinely Was happy to see And wanted to catch, yes. catch up But I was just like I have legitimately Not thought of you In ten years And, and led a happy life In those ten years So I'm good <laughs>
0: I did that on Facebook where I did a big, like, calling of, like, certain people who were, like, my frat brothers. But I'm like, I'll find out everything I need to know about you through someone I actually, like, want to talk to. Which sounds bad, but there it is. So,
1: you know, I came from brunch straight to this recording. <laughs> and I had brunch with two of my good friends here who are sorority sisters of mine, but they are a year older than me. And we were, you know, I'm talking about moving to Austin and everything. And they're like, oh, we know this person in Austin. You remember this person. And we just had this whole, like... I don't think I am Facebook friends with that person. That name sounds familiar. Let me show you a picture. And this yeah, whole, I like, trying to time. piece together. Um, How
0: did people exist before the ability to pull up a picture of someone and go, is this who you remember? I,
1: well, and that's the thing is, one of the people my friend was referring to isn't on Facebook, so she went to her husband's Facebook profile because her girl's husband mm. is on Facebook. That's funny. So, anyway. All right. But back have, to this have, whole episode. Yes, because
0: I have questions for you okay. about the the Fraser storyline. Because the Fraser storyline is... He throws a benefit uh, dinner at his apartment. He, like... Niles is trying to, of course, meet a woman. Fraser ends up having... Niles
1: is unusually thirsty in this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be... Niles Unusual Thirst mm-hmm. is the name of this episode. It's great. It takes one thing um, off my plate. <laughs> there you go. I uh, But, like, he ends up getting, like, the number of, of three women. And it's funny because it feels like he's not really trying... And it's like, it, 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 it. This was another episode it, it, they've done. Like I know we uh, that complaint about him. Like when he met women in the first season, it was like just hot women walked up to him. And was like I saw the way you stood up from your chair. Give me a call. This one they all felt like the first woman was kind of like I don't normally do this. Blah blah blah. The second woman was, I, he, It was the speech he gave, and then the third woman was someone he'd obviously been interacting with. So it wasn't just like complete randos. And-
1: they all felt like they were kind of comfortably in his league.
0: Yes, they. Well, I, I think closer in age part of to it him. Is just an age, yes. He,
1: he's, they're definitely
0: like very good looking, yes. but I think they were closer in age to him. The other thing is, I like how they all had cards with like
1: anytime. I, I wrote this down. <laughs>
0: yeah, like why? Why would they have their personal number so, unless he's calling their business number? But like, it's... this
1: is a question I always have when Roz gives her card out, and she's like, "Here's my card." I'm like, "What's on that card? Not your email address, because that wasn't a thing yet." Like,
0: so yeah. So the first time, like, I got a girl's number, or like, basically did it that way. Like, I was in it was like the summer before ninth grade or something. And we were hanging out at miniature golf. And I remember part of the, like getting her number thing was what the hell do we write it on? Because neither of us is carrying like a pin or writing implements. So we had to like, go find like the putt, putt like pencil and be like, <laughs> I think I got it from her on the back of something. Um, Cause there's also a time when I didn't have a cell phone. So it was like, can I have your number so that I can go home to my home. phone that is in a wall and hopefully, you know, etch out some time. Where my parents will let me talk on the phone,
1: and then you. call your home and ask your parents if I may speak to you.
0: <laughs> but one hundred percent, asking a girl for her number like that idea came to me from something like this, and I probably assumed, oh, she'll just give me a card because all women have just cards with their their numbers on well, them. Yeah, that's
1: what thing I don't understand. Like, was that? A, I mean, people who are older than us, please write in and tell us. Was this a thing? Did you have? I mean, maybe it was. You had your own personal calling card. That was like now, Had your personal I, info on it
0: I can imagine them going up and giving Like a business card and on the back They've written like here's my my yeah. private number But every single one of those women Like uh, at least two of them Maybe not the first one Was kind of taken aback by something that just happened So unless they made like I have a, a handful of business cards That have my private number on the back Which, which is they little... may have
1: done Like they may have done that what a weird thing to so, do. The, the, the only time I've seen this happen is when I joined the Junior League in D.C. Uh, the... And you know what the Junior League is, right?
0: Vaguely, it, but It's yes. like a civic organization for women
1: um, where you do volunteer things yes. throughout the city and everything. And it's a way to, like, network and meet people and whatever. Anyway, when I joined the Junior League in D.C., at our very first like new member meeting where it was all like 200 of us were in that new member class. They gave us all a stack of cards Mm -hmm. that had blanks for your name, your phone number and your email address. And we were to fill that out. And then as we met people, let's say you were a lady and I'd be like, well, you know what Taylor? It was great chatting with you. Hey, here's my card. Let's keep in touch. That's what we were supposed to do.
0: Now, when did you join this? Because now we live in the world where you can pull out your phone and just get the number. Like, that was the thing. Like, have you ever written your number on something to hand us? Yeah. Have you ever written your number on something to give to somebody? Like,
1: I did then. We actually all used those. No.
0: Well, I mean, like, I meant for dating. I meant for dating purposes.
1: that's something I don't remember. Because even when I would say when I started dating... Because I was not asking... People were not asking for my number the summer before ninth grade. I can tell you that much. Um, but I think even when I started dating, Facebook was... like I mean, remember I... Romance
0: could, was afoot at the putt-putt <laughs> mini-golf floral is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> um, like, Facebook was... I mean, we had we had Instant Messenger and we had Facebook. And so you didn't even need, like, each other's mm. phone numbers. And we had something called a class directory. So if it was somebody you went to school with, you already had their phone number. <laughs>
0: Laurel, I don't want to brag, but this girl didn't go to my school.
1: Clearly your romance I was, just...
0: I was the the, the 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 hot new thing across all of, of Plano. <laughs>
1: the, the little Mario <laughs> of the ninth grade set in Plano.
0: Yes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot another point. She was a year ahead of me, so that was another thing.
1: Mm. <laughs> wow. Yep. That, that's all I have to say. Um, Tara's such a lucky woman.
0: <laughs> yeah. So here's with that storyline, the whole thing about him having three dates in a row, he's using the same date. Like, I know there's comedic effect for that, but like, that's another date that I feel like is a construct of television like hey do you want to come over to my place for our first date? I'll uh, we'll just hang out and drink like we'll turn the lights down low. Well, like if, if if you I walked into that scenario. Says, like do
1: you want to go to the restaurant early? So I was like, "Oh, is this like let's have a drink at my place and then we'll go get dinner." Then go- Which I was like, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Better? Cuz I even wrote down at one point that I said if I'm ever on a date like this kidnap me.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I uh, I just I, I Especially since I think every single one of those women caught his "I'm staring at your butt" joke. Yes, when he was like looking at the one, I was like, I was like, that's that's pretty bold. I don't know. Like, I'm also uh, probably very sexually repressed so like the idea of like hey do you want to come over and we know where this is going like to me it'd be like do you want to come over And we'll be very chaste and we'll like meet at the restaurant separately you can pay for half because i mean you're a a very independent woman i can see that about you and uh (laughs) shake your hands and have i ever told you about how tara and i met with the handshake yes she was like went in to give me a hug and i was reaching to shake hands and there was like ah, 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 ah. I, I
1: mean i have to say like i hope you don't beat yourself up about that cuz i feel like that's very common
0: well i like i said i had just like someone i'd gone out with had i don't remember if they said something directly or someone i was telling like about how i they were like i hug like when i meet people and they were like Oh, you shouldn't do that. Women find that very off putting. And I was like, okay. And then Tara was like, not like that at all.
1: Yeah. I think I always blame it on the fact that I'm Texan, that I hug a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it just, yeah, maybe it just has to do with like how, you know, affectionate you are in general and how how you are a personal space. One of my very good friends in DC is not a hugger. She hates to hug, like, hates getting hugs, hates giving hugs, like, all of that. And so, like, I literally get like two hugs a year from her. So.
0: It It's funny and I don't want to sound like one of those guys That's like well the me too movement Means I can't touch but like since that Stuff I'm very like I, I will flat out if I know someone and I'm Leaving a party I'm like are we huggers like I'll do that Cause I'm like very much like I want to make sure it's cool. Like, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable or anything yeah. like that. But I used to be the kind of guy who's like, hey, give me a big hug. Like, I used to be like that. And my sister, funnily enough, is is not like that. She's like, all right, let go. Let go, let go, let go. And I'm like, no, we're doing this.
1: That's what I do to my friend in DC who doesn't like hugs. She always goes to break away. And I'm like, longer. This is the only hug I'm getting for like six months.
0: And maybe that's the problem because that was exactly what I said to the first dates I met online was longer. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would just hold on too long and just go, mm, this is nice.
1: <laughs> um, but in a little bit of a tangent on this, one thing I... Am, so I, I do not have any actual like biological nieces and nephews, but I have, I'm a fun aunt to a lot of children. Um, and mm-hmm. I am adamant about not forcing them to hug me. Like, I never say, come give me a hug. When their parents are like, go hug Aunt Laurel, I, I will say, do you want a hug? Do you want a high five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... I remember being a child and being told to go hug, to me, random adults that I didn't know, and being like, this is weird, and now I know that there's I, all this thing about, like, kids are trying to give more autonomy about their body and stuff, and so yeah. I, that's something I'm really, like, they'll be like, no, go hug Aunt Laurel! I'm like, no, no, it's fine, let's just have a high five, like...
0: Yeah, I do stuff like that. Like, I don't mind when people say, like, go hug so-and-so, but if the kid looks reticent, I'm like, no, don't worry about it. But, like, I'm the same way. I don't remember when I was a kid ever... Having that thought, but I've heard that before about kids having that. So I'm like, hey man, if you don't want to hug, whatever. I think
1: the part that sticks out in my mind. I'm sure my parents are going to hear this and be like, we don't remember this. I was 10 years old, and we were at a family reunion, and there was some distant cousin who I apparently had met in my when I was much younger, and did not remember. And I think my mom was like, come give so and so a hug, and I was just like, I mean, I was like five foot five feet tall at that point. And I was just like, I don't know who this is. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, I yeah, hugged yeah. her, and it just felt very awkward, and like. You just-
0: this is way off topic, but you just said about being five foot tall. I remember last night I had a dream about being short. I was very upset about
1: it. Now you know, know what Peppo the dwarf
0: like, legitimately like had like a tape measure. It was like no, like and it was like forty some odd inches, and I was like, what's happening to me? I don't I didn't think about that till just now. Anyway, um, do do you do you think that type of date would work? You don't think it would, like I mean, it was, it, like let's say it's maybe not the first date you go on with someone, but it's an early date.
1: I think if you've met the person before this, and you and you've already they had also already been to his home. So mm-hmm. I think if you've met the person before, it depends on how well you know them. A first date that starts at the person's home is not would not creep me out. Would not be a rest yeah, especially
0: ride. with all the true crime <laughs> stuff. Yeah, now. And,
1: well, I mean, it's just clear they already knew him. So mm-hmm. um. But if a, if it was a first date and the person's like we're only sitting at my home drinking wine and listening to Vivaldi, I would be like that's okay. I've got other things to do. <laughs>
0: the face you just made it, like if you had said like draw Laurel's face if this was the date someone like suggested to her just <laughs> no. <laughs> no thank you. Um Do you, okay, we should probably, like, do you have more about the Frasier thing? I feel like we should get on the main crux of this episode. Um, Well,
1: I I was, so I was pleased, like, what we talked about, that these women were, seemed a little bit more in line with the type of women Frasier in real life might actually Mm -hmm. date. I also enjoy that for all of his, like, Tomcat bragging about his three dates, that, like, really, one of them maybe works out. So,
0: one of the things, speaking of his Tomcat bragging, is he calls someone on the phone. Do you remember that part? And and brags about it? Do you know who he called? Norm. Yeah, I was like, I. It's just funny when I like. I like the idea that Norm and Fraser keeping enough touch that he could call them back and be like, "Hello, Norm."
1: Yes, and do you know what um, he said he was like, "Norm, you old horse thief, you." I was like, "Is that something yeah. people say?"
0: <laughs> so weird. <laughs> it feels like something Fraser would say. True. True. Would say. Um. So, the the other thing that's happening during all this is uh, Sherry and Martin are having a hard time. And it all... What what it kind of... Well, we'll get into that in a sec. It starts when they wake up in the morning and Martin's kind of being resistant to some of her goofy ways. Although I did like the part where she was like, let's use chopsticks. And he's like, I don't want to hear about chopsticks. She goes over to the piano and starts playing chopsticks. I mean both of them needed to meet each other in the middle of like i'm not in, at the energy level you're at and she needed to like back off which is something sherry doesn't really do but before we talk about any of that can we talk about what was sherry wearing in the Okay, morning? i feel
1: like you've looked at my notes cuz i said what is sherry wearing <laughs> and then i proceeded to describe yeah. it of like a floor length leopard print with with feathers Was that her like bathrobe or house dress? Cuz this changed It was silk, clothes. right? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah, it was. De- it was floor length, silk it was with like, feathers at the cuffs and hem.
0: I mean, it was. It just looked like. I mean, I don't know if they were trying to to mismatch each other's intentions because uh, Martin was like fully dressed mm-hmm. and ready for the day, and she was like in kind of a comeback. Like that to me seemed like something you wear at a Vegas vacation, which I know she's like a an ex Reno singer yes. or something. So that's what it looked like. It was just so ridiculous. And yeah, she did. I was like, well, maybe it's an uh, an outfit and it's really outdated even for the 90s. And that's what that... No, she goes and when she leaves, she's like, I'm out of here. She's changed into a regular looking outfit. Well, and also,
1: my whole thing is like, clearly that's not a nightgown. No one sleeps with something with like feathers on it at night. But it didn't... At least if it had a zipper, it was a hidden zipper. So I'm like, this is like a whole thing she's pulling over her head and then pulling back over her. It just seemed like a lot... For But it wasn't clearly mm. a, like, house dress or a robe. So I was, yes. I'm glad we both bumped on that, as they would say on the West Wing <laughs> Weekly.
0: Let's see. what I I just, in general, like... So then, like, the rest of the episode is... Frasier, like, th- there's a combination of him having these three dates and Sherry kind of ruining them all. Um, I liked... Uh, I you know, Fraser again is having three dates in a row, so I can understand people being a little kind of not cool about that. Um, he eventually him and Niles start celebrating. I love I love the scene where uh, Fraser's on the couch. He's like, "Do you hear that, Daphne? The sets the sound of a sherry-free apartment." I feel what do you say? I feel like uh, a seafront village after the Vikings. have fled.
1: <laughs> yes, and there were a lot of good one-liners like, "Hello, Niles. I'd offer you a sherry, but I'm fresh out." <laughs>
0: yeah and they're like jumping up and down and i mean I, I get that from them and i like that fraser eventually is like well we need to make sure dad's happy
1: yes yes and, and also kind of getting down to the crux of it of being like there's something else at play here you're crazy about sherry we don't understand why but you are and there's something else going on here
0: mm-hmm. i uh it, well yeah and what did you think about that whole reasoning with martin because it I I can understand that being an issue. I thought it
1: made a lot of sense for why Mm -hmm. he was suddenly kind of backtracking a little bit because the like we talked about before the way they talk about Frazier's mom is like she is just the perfect and we talk about how this doesn't line up with the Nancy Marchand character from Cheers but like she's she's so perfect she's glorified she's put on a pedestal and all of these things and I mean I I have never dealt with you know a significant other passing away but. That you do feel guilty when you move on.
0: I, I I I I identified with what he was saying a whole lot. I understood exactly what he meant. Um, I will say though, when Fraser told that story about his mom, that sounded the most like Nancy Marshawn.
1: Yeah.
0: The like because I'm your mother and I told you so. Like uh, you know, it was it was it was delightful, but a little bossy. Now again, we only have one data point about her. The the Fraser un- or the Shears universe, uh, Hester Hester mm-hmm. Crane, however, <laughs> is a very strong data point. Um, I, I I liked it a lot, and I liked them getting back together. And I I, I doubt Sherry lasts the whole uh, series, but definitely like them kind of getting back together. And I and I did I wish when I, I like that Fraser kind of got some brownie points with his current date. Um, even though, like, Sherry was, it, she, oh, a dermatologist, he can, she can help you with that rash, Frasier. Like, that was just Sherry. Like, I, I liked, I like in the show when Frasier is rewarded with a lack, or, or punished with a lack of sex for bad behavior. But I would also like to see him rewarded uh, in some well, cases. Well, especially because
1: he did do a really nice thing about you yes. know forcing Martin and Cherry to kind of work out their differences and everything mm-hmm. um yeah. wh- one side note about his three dates the second date i believe the woman's name was Adair um it turned out that the woman <laughs> he'd gone out with the night before Kimberly was the woman who broke up Adair's first marriage and she seemed so horrified and that he was even interacting with her and i was like you were both at the same small event in Fraser's Quasi large apartment, but the event was all in the same room. I was like, "Why are you even part yeah. of the same organization as a woman yeah, as, yeah. as a home wrecker of your marriage?" If it horrifies you that he's gone out with yeah, absolutely. her,
0: absolutely. I yeah, I I know I know it's. I'm. I was always the person that if I broke up with someone, it was like, and I don't see you anymore. Well, but, but, <laughs> that's how this well, works. Especially
1: if somebody broke up with you, if it, if it was because of their infidelity, you would not then want to interact with the person they cheated on you with. Right. So, well,
0: that's like a sec Yeah. 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 Exactly. I, I think I've told. Um, if I told
1: you this story before, we can edit it out. If so, but a old coworker of mine, her sister, um, her sister's husband cheated on her and got, uh, they got divorced, and the woman that he cheated on her with ended up having a baby of his um getting pregnant with his child and my coworker was at a benefit like filling it much like last week or the week before a gala where they had to fill a table and so she was like a seat filler basically at this table for like a friend of hers and another woman at the table was the woman that had cheated that her her brother-in-law cheated with no i don't think you sold that and and she was like i like didn't know what to do we were like there was a centerpiece, but we were in directly in each other's eye line. Like, it's not like you couldn't interact with the people across the table, so.
0: Could she have just left?
1: I, it, that's kind of making a, an unnecessary scene.
0: No, you're not. You don't have to make a scene. I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think leaving is necessarily a so scene. I, you can just. If I, if, and I, if I recall correctly,
1: it was that, like, it was a, it was a business thing. Like, she was there at the, you know, right. at the invitation of, like,. You know, it would have looked bad if she had just, like, left for no reason. And then people probably would have talked and everything. So, I mean, I'm totally a fan of, like, taking the high road and being cordial but nothing more.
0: I think leaving is part of the high road, too. If you leave, you're like, slam, I'm out of here. Like, that's an issue. But if you're just like uh babysitter got sick gotta go like
1: <laughs> you know yes I, I don't think she had any excuses she she was she was not married at the time but um yeah
0: that's why it's great to have type 1 diabetes oh no my blood sugar I've got yeah, that's go. true
1: you can't excuse yourself a lot that you need to go check from your, anything check your blood sugar
0: oh no that would have been like I have to leave like because the thing is so many people don't know a lot about it I can make up anything Oh, I'm I'm out for the next few hours. Got to go. That's
1: true. But I think also, if you just need to leave someplace a lot, if you just want, like, breaks and be like, I need to go check my blood sugar. Oh, I think I need to go, you know, get myself some more insulin. (laughs) I'm out of glucose tabs. Um, I need to go to CVS.
0: All right. So you got anything else for this one?
1: I, I don't. I'm surprised that I had a lot to say about this because I was just saying how utterly forgettable these episodes are. However...
0: it's funny because this is a two-parter, and I think we're going to go shorter than our Mm one-parter yesterday, and we diverted a lot on this one, I feel like.
1: Uh, One thing I do want to say, when Frasier, to get uh, Sherry and Martin out of the house for his benefit, he bought them tickets to Nashville on ice, and I thought that (laughs) sounded great. I was like, I'd go see that.
0: (laughs) I feel like there's not much I wouldn't see on ice. Like just just the idea of like anything putting anything on ice is just funny to me. There you go.
1: Oh, also, Ross runs an eight minute mile. That's impressive.
0: I am, am so far removed from jogging. I have no idea if that's impressive or so not. I,
1: I should say I am not a I am not a fast runner by any means. That's why I run distances and not like speed things. But like I think I the fastest I've ever gotten like my mile down to is like nine minutes and ten seconds. I mean yeah. eight minute mile to me is impressive.
0: Were you... So the whole... There's that weird subplot about Daphne trying out an American oh, accent. Oh,
1: yeah. Forgot about that.
0: Did you hear her doing sure yes. a Yes.
1: Yeah. My dad actually said while well, we were watching sure. it, he was like, sure.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's also funny that for some reason, like, Daphne's like, I'm way up here. <laughs> but as soon as I get American, like, she gets this, like, real, like, throaty voice. Yes,
1: yes. I mean, I'm not kidding when I say in my parents' house, anytime we need to say the word sure, we usually say, sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I also like that we're getting more. I think we talked about this last episode about Daphne just being not surprised by anything that's going on with the Crane family, yes. and when when Fraser runs out with the umbrella and his pants at uh-huh. his ankles because he's trying to cha- like change something in the in the elevator, she's just like, okay, she's like goes off. So
1: that's a question I have. Do guys have to undo their entire pant like can, like waistband to tuck their shirt in?
0: So it, it depends. I've had to do it before. Um, Now, I think (laughs) two places ago where I worked the design section there was just all dudes. So I just stood up in my cube and just would do it once in a while, just do it. I've done that where I just unbuckle it and I tuck it back in. Dropping it like all the way down to my ankles and having to like pull
1: all the way back up. That seems so, so weird to me. It seems so weird. It, it, it reminded uh, me of I mean, like, the only thing I have comparable for women is if you need to adjust your tights when you're wearing like a dress or something, <laughs> and then you do have to kind of basically like lift your skirt up a little bit. Yeah, I could do that in an elevator. <laughs>
0: Tara, Tara probably doesn't want me saying this, but I just—I always think it's funny because she'll put on tights and it'll be just like her in her underwear. Like, this—you probably don't want to hear this, but like, any, I, I have like a sixth sense of anytime Tara takes her shirt off, like I can tell, and I'm like, "Hello, what's going on in here?" But so sometimes she's just in her underwear and then she's putting on tights. She's like, "I know this isn't attractive." <laughs> it's just like, eh, like, but she just always claims like the least attractive thing a man can do is see a woman, like the most attractive thing a woman can do is put on tights and a man to watch. And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's kind of funny.
1: I, uh, yo, I've never like, thought about that. Don't look at me. She's so right. That's it. <laughs> tights and any shapewear like Spanx. I, I always feel like putting on Spanx is like wrestling a walrus into like, I don't know, a, a swimming inner tube or something.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Whatever, that's just because it's you. I think she looks amazing. It's,
1: it's just, it, it feels it feels very uncomfortable. You just, you know, you feel like you're just, like, shoving yourself into, like, a sausage casing, which is kind of what you're doing.
0: You, yes, it's, it, literally, it's exactly what you're <laughs> doing. Let's see, uh, you got a rating for um, this I one? I do,
1: I'm just going to give one rating for, because I watched them both at once. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 that's what I, I figured. Um, you know, I am going to give this... Um, Six sterling silver frames with uh, a picture of Roz. <laughs> in them.
0: Oh, you know what to get me for Christmas. There we now.
1: go.
0: Doesn't have to be sterling silver, by the way. It can be anything. Um, Great, thank you. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna give it five. Um, I've I, I got to give it that 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 five morning dress, morning cherry dresses. There uh, you go. Um, mostly because like this this is definitely a. a, a, a an episode that is right down the middle for me. I'm like, it didn't make me upset. It didn't make me particularly happy. It wasn't. It wasn't too boring. It was. It was just it was there. Had some stuff I liked, but definitely, especially for a two-parter, is one you can skip.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, cool, guys. If you have any thoughts on this episode or. Uh, or are, are my wife and want to complain to me about how I just shared that story about you putting on tights to all the world to hear? Uh, give us a call. Give us a call. Stop give us to a call. call. Us. <laughs> we could do that. We could do a, a Google a Google number. Uh, I mean, yeah. we get like one email like every two if, months. If you want to so set I up guess that Google number, go. go for it. <laughs> Um, But yes, shoot us an email We are craniacs at gmail.com That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S We are at Craniacs on Twitter Check out Craniacs of Frasier Podcast On Facebook, get in that Facebook group And of course You're listening to us right now, but you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Spotify and Overcast And give us a 5 star review If you're thinking about giving us something lower than a 5 star review Laurel has something she wants to tell you to do And it's to go jump off a cliff
1: Well, before you do that, though, uh, I, this is gonna, this is gonna be one of those recommendations where you're gonna be like, I roll, Laurel, this is like, this was a big thing a few years ago, but, um. Pog! (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) Blu-rays, guys, get into them. (laughs) Um, no, uh. My, my parents have a little bit of a habit of keeping a news channel on all day. Um, it's MSNBC. Oh sometimes God. it's CNN. It's we're watching the local news multiple times a day. I I don't do well with that much constant, uh, like histrionics of the news all the time. Um, I need a break from it, and so I have really been shifting the Drinking. shifting a <laughs> oh. little bit of that <laughs> shifting the dial to good old HGTV. Which is so calming Because whatever problem there is Is solved by the end of the episode Yes,
0: and you might learn a little something You might learn something,
1: something. you get to provide commentary you didn't know you had on home decor and home layouts and all of these different things you wonder how this person who is a sandbox filler and somebody else who like shreds silk flowers for potpourri are buying a nine hundred thousand dollar <laughs> house but you know you just those are questions you never get answered but still it's just to me it is like just an anti-anxiety med. It is like a Xanax for everybody <laughs> because suddenly you are just take, transported where the problems on there are not your own and they're all solved by the end of the episode. I especially love Property Brothers. Um, Again, not new at all. But um, gosh, just never, never doubt the power of a good home reno show. Uh, Property Brothers and a beachfront bargains is also a good one because I just love the beach. So I love living vicariously through these people buying... In my opinion, rather questionable properties <laughs> on the beach, but
0: I like I like the ones with strong hosts. It's why I like Fixer Upper and stuff oh, like that. Too, but, but like the ones, like because beachfront property is yeah, just, yeah, it doesn't like, have a host. Um, it's 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 got like a narrator, but it's so different. Do you like
1: Property Brothers? Because those are strong hosts.
0: Uh, I don't not like Property Brothers, but like if they're I, listen, I feel like when you say HGTV, I'm immediately transported to my doctor's waiting yes. room. <laughs> like or my, do you do you have a dentist that has a, 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 a television on the ceiling? No, but
1: I need to get one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> my dentist has a television on the ceiling. They're always like, "What do you want to watch?" And for some reason, always when I'm there, it's either some. I'm like, for some reason, every time I'm there, it's either Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Supernatural is on at that time in the morning, and I'm like, "This is like, I want to watch these shows because I like them." But boy, is this got to be weird for someone who's like, "What are you watching?" Yeah. <laughs> and like.
1: No, HGTV. But
0: I usually do watch HGTV or Food Network. HGTV
1: is was always on at my nail salon in DC, and the pla- the place <laughs> where I got LASIK in the actual like laser center waiting room, uh, I got LASIK there, and then I was my friend's escort home from his LASIK, and they had HGTV on both times. And I was like, oh, this is nice.
0: <laughs> it's a crowd pleaser. That's why they put it on there. Yeah, it's calming. and like you
1: don't need to you don't need to know anything. Like you can just jump into an episode right. and.
0: Exactly. And, yeah.
1: So, anyway, that's just, I know everybody's like, I roll Laurel. We all have HGTV. I didn't have cable for three years. So, like, <laughs> now I have all the channels in the world. So, I'm just catching up on some things, and it's great.
0: Well, Laurel and I are going to go watch a show about ship lap, guys. <laughs> but uh, until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all.